Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Jess's Moments. I'm really excited for this one because I have our special guest with us today. Uh, she's been one of my friends for a long time. We've had some some times together and yeah, I'm really excited that she was um, able to be on my podcast today. So today we have Leonor with us. Hi guys. It's <laughs> Leonor here. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to just get into a lot of different things and we're going to get to know Leonor a little bit more and yeah, I'm really excited. So let's get into it. So Leonor, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about the things you enjoy how you are, what you've been up to, and yeah, just let the audience get to know you. Of course. Hi, I'm Leonora, and um, I'm an artist. I love to draw a lot, you know. Uh, I actually have an Instagram page. Go follow me. It's Barry underscore art. Um, uh, a little bit about myself. I, I think my family really, you know, brings out my personality, especially the fact I have four brothers, you know, I have to kind of be the mom yeah. of the of my family. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've been surrounded by guys all my life. And, you know, it's a little, a little bit hard to like be feminine in mm -hmm. such type of setting. But you know, I'm thriving. I'm still me. But uh, yeah, um, I just I don't know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. You're you have to kind of be cognizant of like the fact that you're just surrounded by a exactly. lot of male energy, but then mm -hmm. you also need to learn to find your own yeah. your own mm -hmm. femininity and stuff. So yeah. that's that's yeah. interesting. So let's go back to I guess the beginning of us being friends because mm -hmm. we met at church. Yeah. So um I think that was like a big part of our friendship for a while. Right. And I think it, it still is part mm -hmm. of why we're still friends. Yeah. So I just want to give you the opportunity to talk about your journey with God and how it's changed over the years. Of so. course. Um, I I grew up with a family that loves God. You know, my parents were both Christians, you know, being in a Nigerian household, everyone is Christian, everyone is praying, you know. Mm -hmm. So I just had to be a Christian. Like that was, I was brought up that way, right? Yeah. So I think it's when I grew older, I became a teenager. I started to experience things myself, you know, without my parents there by my side, right? Yeah. And so a lot of things that I had to learn, I, liked, I had to learn the hard way, especially when it comes to making friendships. Mm -hmm. But I think my parents really put the foundation for me as a Christian. So it was a lot easier walking into a group of people that don't believe in God because I know where I stand because I have my own foundation right yeah and I think for me my relationship with God has just kind of been like you know rocky you know especially in this world we are everyone knows mm -hmm. what's happening around the world and new ideas everything yeah. is changing and so because of that it's been like kind of a rocky road for me trying to you know navigate okay how should I act how should I behave okay if they're yeah. doing this okay is that right you know things yeah. like that and so I think that's how I how I got to know a little bit. Yeah. I kind of agree with you because I think for me as well, it was kind of like I was born Christian. Like, right. yeah, you don't exactly. have a choice in that. Yeah. But I think for me, it's when you start to, like how you say, you, you start to experience things yeah. that are contrary from like the bubble that you grew up in. Exactly. So for me, I could say that my relationship was a lot deeper once I like went to university because mm -hmm. that was the first time I feel like I was by myself and I had to actually make decisions that impacted mm -hmm. myself and That's like true. you know so for me it was like okay like I'm not in um like I'm not surrounded by 
the truth or I'm not exactly. surrounded by like Christianity so yeah, exactly. if I want to be a Christian I have to like make the choice to actually Myself. live it because yeah. if you go to school no one's going to be giving you bible exactly. on when you're walking down the street right. you have to choose and make time for it and mm-hmm. so yeah I think that's where my relationship has also thrived too yeah. so speaking of university how was that experience like your whole journey of moving away from your family and starting to make new friends mm-hmm. and making uh, new relationships, balancing school and all that. So how is that for you? Yeah, so like moving into university, you know, I was very excited to be away from all my brothers, you know, finally yeah, I can get my honestly. own time, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, with all that excitement, I went into university and um, kind of had this one goal in the back of my mind, you know, friends. I need to, because the friends I make now are mm-hmm. the friends that will follow you for the rest of your life. Yeah, that is a very so... toxic mindset because <laughs> I had is. that too and it's yeah, not that, it it's not and, that easy. And, I remember my dad keep telling me that, no, you came to university to focus on school and focus on your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Don't go after friends. And because all through high school, I wasn't really the kind of person to keep a lot of friends. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't have a friend group. I didn't have friends to be exact. So like, it was really easier for me to move away because I didn't really have anyone else like, you know, saying goodbye to about that. But I think I kind of lost my focus in university. You know, I wasn't really, you know, so serious with school anymore because I was putting things that I shouldn't have as priority as first. Mm -hmm. I wasn't putting God first. So that really like affected like my whole school and everything. But I would just say that um, when you go to university, it does get really, really hard to kind of like know what is what you should be doing, especially when it comes to God, because you are surrounded with a lot of people that do not even care about their relationship with God. And it's just really, really hard, you know? But once you have that foundation, like I said, once you have that foundation, like I had that foundation, it was really hard for me to get influenced, especially when it comes to drugs, alcohol. Like I was not influenced in that area because I knew Mm -hmm. what I stand for, right? Exactly. I think it's the other things that, you know, our parents don't really expose us to, like sexual relationships and stuff like that. And because our parents don't really expose us to stuff like that, we don't really know where and what to like filter out of our lives, right? So Mm -hmm. that's what I would say. I agree with you because I think the whole like, oh, these friends that I make in university are gonna be like my besties for life. Mm -hmm. That is what I thought too. And that could be true for, right. some people, for some people but like that doesn't mean that you need to like just be holding on to relationships that you know aren't serving you just mm-hmm. because you're like no but like yeah. you're gonna be my bestie like yeah. no like it's not always that simple so i agree with that as well mm-hmm. and i think even with us like we weren't really like friends, friends necessarily friends, yeah. before we moved but it's just because yeah. we went to the same university then mm-hmm. we started to like i guess talk yeah. more so i think i'm grateful for that as well because yeah. i got to know you outside of you know like mm-hmm. oh just someone that i go to church right. with that like we're around the same age mm-hmm. so i really appreciate that experience as well mm-hmm. when we come back i'm gonna get leonore's uh perspective on being the eldest daughter in an African home, especially with your case, because you have a lot of siblings. (laughs) So, and I'll give my little two cents with my one sibling. I don't really have that much to say, but (laughs) yeah. So when we get back, when we come back, we're going to get into that. All right, guys, we're back. And as promised, we're going to get Leonor's perspective on being the eldest daughter in an African household. So Leonor, what do you think about that? Um, It is 
a roller coaster ride. I am telling you, um, with four brothers, especially one of them being like a year younger than me, you know, he thinks he's the oldest. Yeah. I can't really tell him what to do because he wouldn't really do it because yeah. he also think like he, they all think they're older than me for some weird reason. But, yeah. you know, as being the oldest daughter, there's a lot of expectations that you have to meet especially with boys you know boys they don't really do anything yeah. you have to force them you know exactly. you have to tell okay do this and do that it's it's crazy yeah. but like um i actually just i went to chicago and i got back right yeah and i remember my dad telling me oh you're back finally the mom of the house do you know how much i have to work i have to do this and i'm like yeah i'm back but i'm not back to serve you guys exactly. i'm back to kind of serve myself now because mm -hmm. i've been kind of putting everybody first so it's time for me to serve myself yeah so there's that you know Pressure. being a girl mm -hmm mothering so especially when your mom is not there too it's like you have to take care of all your brothers you have to be the mom and i hate that word mom i don't know why because it's like when someone calls your mom it's like now you have to i don't know you just it's like there's a lot all of these, exactly there's all this yeah. thing put on you that you didn't ask for right mm -hmm. and so not saying i don't i want to be a mom of course but yeah. not like you know what i mean like exactly. this community right yeah. so um being the eldest daughter i just say that you just kind of have to know kind of have to know where you stand like be firm especially with me i'm not really the kind of person to be firm mm -hmm. i've had to kind of be firm with things i say especially to my brothers you know yeah i tell them oh you have to do this i'm, I'm like you gotta do it right mm -hmm. sometimes i have to like bribe them with things whether it's money <laughs> yeah. or food that's literally or money. like braid their hair you know, yeah i'm yeah. gonna do your hair if you you know mm -hmm. if you do this for me right so yeah. it just honestly i feel like everybody's ways is different you know being the eldest daughter everyone knows mm -hmm. it also depends on the kind of siblings you have yeah and how they've been brought up you know yeah. if they're not really brought up in the right way then you're gonna have problems but i my brothers are amazing i love all my brothers so i would say it's a roller coaster ride but it's a fun one yeah, yeah. i really uh can connect with you on that sense mm -hmm. like just in terms of like with my brother like we're like less than two years apart right. so that feeling of like exactly. i'm not really older but i am oh, yeah. so it's like i know like for me we both have like our separate like roles that we feel of. like when it comes to like the home or whatever like i'm in charge like exactly. i'm the i'm the big sister like i'm yeah. gonna tell you what to do but when it comes to literally anything else like mm -hmm. i don't really care like he's like to me sometimes i think of him as like my older brother because right. i that's true it's just yeah. like he's that's the fine. one that that's gonna drive me everywhere mm -hmm. he's the one that's gonna do all that stuff because right. i mean I, exactly. i'm just i don't know but yeah. yeah so that like kind of balance is mm -hmm. important too and i also feel like how you were saying being the eldest daughter and feeling like you have expectations you ever feel like your parents maybe put um some expectations about like what kind of christian exactly. or what kind of role model you are yes. for your brothers and yeah do you want to just get yes, into that of as course. well um you know african parents they're always you know when an african parent if you know you know yeah. they're bringing down the whole world you know casting demons and all exactly. that and i love that but i just feel like in this generation we're in mm -hmm. that's not really how you know you that's not how you really show that you're mm -hmm. there with God, right? Yeah. And so with that in mind, I just, for me, whenever I'm praying or whenever I'm praying with my whole family, you know, my dad is like praying and my mom is praying. And sometimes I feel like I have to also, but mm -hmm. then I just feel like I'm just putting on a show because yeah. I don't really feel it the way they're feeling it, right? Yeah. I feel my, like when I'm praying to God, I feel like I feel it in a certain way, in a different way. Sometimes when I'm praying to God, 
I usually use crying as a way of showing him that I love him, right? Mm -hmm. But like, you just start crying when you're praying. My my mom's gonna ask, are you okay? Something wrong, right? So it's like, I just honest, there's all these expectations that African parents have for their kids, especially when it comes to like your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And honestly, some people need that like push, right? When it comes to being there, some people are just lukewarm Christians, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, I myself, I'm sometimes when it comes to like, when I get distracted, especially with things of this world, right? Mm-hmm. I become very lukewarm. I'm not really with in fire with God, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say it just depends, um, especially when you're like, I would, I don't honestly, I would say that when, whenever you're in an African home and whenever you're brought up with, like, if you're brought up in an African home, that you should just try your best to kind of figure out what works best for you and what you think you're, like, what you think, do it from your heart. Yeah. Like, don't try to put on a show. Don't try to please your parents, especially when it comes to God, because you're not pleasing your parents, you're pleasing God, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say that. Yeah. So for me personally, I feel like my experience, like, I know how you're talking about, like, the pressure. Mm -hmm. I think for me, my mom never really pressured me to be a good Christian. I feel like it was just in terms of, like, leading by example. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, I feel like that was my whole kind of childhood. She would never really say, like, oh, do this, do this, do that. But it's just, like, in terms of having so much respect for her and seeing the way that she lives, it's, like, what, what do I have to do to be like that? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my pressure. It wasn't from her. Exactly. It was just from the example that she said, me wanting to feel that. So mm-hmm. I remember she always says like salvation is personal, right? right? So, and I always, like when she said that, when she would say that, I was always like, yeah, you're just saying that because like, oh, I didn't want to go to church this week. So now you're saying, exactly. oh, salvation <laughs> is personal. Yeah. But I started to realize that it really is personal because it no is. matter how much your parents do for you, no matter how much they nag you, no matter how much they tell you, oh, have you prayed today have you done this if you genuinely don't want to do it there's nothing they can do do. and that's your personal decision and once i started to realize that i started to see like what she was talking about like yes Mm -hmm. it is personal even if you go and read your bible it does not mean that you're understanding what's in there it doesn't mean that you're opening your heart to being taught by god and to learning and to even changing your ways so it's really where you get to a point of like making that decision like yes regardless of my parents regardless of the noise being open and just really like making the decision to say yes i'm gonna do this for myself that's the biggest part i think and i think that when you do that a lot of things change i don't know about you but now that i feel like i'm getting closer to To god God, i see like a lot of things so differently so differently like your perspective just warps like the Mm. way we were brought up and compared to now like if i think about back then how i used to view god Mm. and now how i view god it's like very very differently right you had to like make those experiences for yourself Mm -hmm. and there's also something i wanted to add like i heard this one person saying that um if you end up in hell it's your choice yeah. And when I, when I, and it was the person that said it was Nigerian, I was just like, here you go again. Like, you know, <laughs> right? That if you end up in hell, that's your choice. Everything in this life is a choice. Yeah. No one made you do anything. No one forced you into anything. You made that decision because no matter how much I force you to do something, if you genuinely don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. Yeah. So when he said that, it was just because because it's your choice, God is a very, very loving father. Mm-hmm. He would not want you to go to hell yeah but the fact that you went means that there's not like even god like Mm -hmm. that was your choice right and so 
experiences, everything you go through, it's up to you to do it. Like you just have to have, you have to ask God for that strength to help you, you know, make good choices, make good decisions and all of that. So, yeah. So when we come back, guys, we're going to get both of our um, experiences with relationships in adulthood and just navigating that and the things we've learned. And yeah, so when we come back, that's what we're going to be talking about. All right, guys, so we're going to just get into uh, this new topic, which is just navigating relationships in adulthood and what we've learned during our times in life. So Leonora, can you of course. give us some insight? Um, I would say for me, as my relationships, like with whether platonic or romantic relationship, mm-hmm. it grew when I was in university because now you get to meet people outside of your parents and your family, you know. So you get to explore this relationship with whether it's a friendship or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Even though I'd say not in the right, not right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Wait till you're ready and all of that. But um, I would say for me, um, it was really hard because I didn't really know how to, you know make friendships you know because i'm a very very reserved person i don't really like to say a lot about myself i don't really like to you know show my feelings you know i don't Uh like to do all that stuff so i would say the ones i made in um university i kind of had to like force those um experiences kind of force that out of myself you know just to make the best out of it because if these are the friends i'm gonna keep for the rest of my life i might as well you know at least try you know yeah so I started to do that and I started to lose my focus because now that was taking out so much for me, you know, I was really thriving to be the best friend out there, you know, mm-hmm. but I realized that that was really taking out a lot of, a lot from me. I wasn't focusing anymore. And I would just say that if you're keeping friends, just try to like know what's first, center mm-hmm. your relationships around God, center mm-hmm. your friendship, whatever it is around God. For me, when it comes to romantic relationships, I'm the kind of person to have a lot of like guy friends. So it would just depend on like who they are. You know, I was very, I was attracted to a lot of guys. Like that's <laughs> literally yes, yeah, no. in university. Yeah. I was very attracted to a lot of guys. So um that kind of really kind of, I would say I wasn't really the best when it comes to stuff like that because, again, I don't really have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I had to teach myself, you know, I had to learn the hard way, you know, getting heartbroken from guys, you know. Mm-hmm. You had to learn that the hard way. And I started to realize that, you know, you don't need this kind of relationships right now. Yeah. You have a goal. You need to focus on that first mm-hmm. before moving into all of that. So that's kind of how mine went. Yeah. So would you say that? like when you were going through those hard times with relationships would you say that it was because you didn't fully know yourself yet like because i feel like a lot of people say you can't really be a good friend or you can't be a good girlfriend or a good person in a relationship when you aren't being secure in yourself so So do you feel like that had anything to do of course i would say that um some of the reasons my uh, relationships were failing because i didn't really know who i am yet you Mm -hmm. know i didn't really have uh good enough self-esteem to like you know i wasn't being good to myself so how would i be good to other people right yeah so that really affected a lot of my relationships you know beating myself up for messing up or doing something wrong you know that's that's wrong right yeah and so that really affected a lot of the relationships i had in university 
Yeah, I would say like for me personally, I don't know about you. I feel like we do kind of have similar personalities, mm -hmm. but I would say maybe I'm like, I don't know. Let yeah. me not even say that. <laughs> but I think when it comes to me, I like I was kind of in this like bubble of being shy or being like quiet right? right so when i was like thinking about oh i'm gonna be moving to a new uh city like to go to university my mind was i know because you know who you are right yeah, like you, you know, know your personality you, you know you're not just like a quiet yeah, person exactly. so it's like okay now that i'm going into this place like i'm gonna show my personality so that was my mindset and when i did get there i feel like it's easy to change yeah, when nobody knows to, you exactly. so i was like that but then I feel like I didn't realize how much mental and physical energy it takes to exert yourself in that way, especially if you're not used to that. Because I don't know, I don't usually do that here. Like I just, I'm just, just quiet yourself, or I'll yeah. just do whatever. I'll talk right. to the people I know. But the amount of mental energy it takes to really put yourself out there to be, you know, inviting and to show your personality without like looking or acting fake or trying mm -hmm. to act like you care about people when you don't care. Like... I didn't realize how much that took up and like I feel like in my relationships that I made it was like I was maybe being a, like I I am who I am but then it's like you, I'm still not going to change by night right. so it's like I am quiet and then they'll be like oh is there something wrong, wrong with, with you, you? Yeah. but it's not that it's like oh I'm trying my best yeah. but like at the same time in my core I'm still a, I'm still a shy girl exactly. like you know yeah. so that kind of balance was hard for me mm -hmm. so do did you yeah. have any kind of I would say like for that? me like I I know who I am coming into high school you know mm -hmm. going to university after like I know what kind of person I am I know the you know I know how I am around people right so mm -hmm. because I was just really, really excited to make friends. Yeah. I was too. just like, wow, I'm going to have friends that I can hang out with all the time. I wouldn't have parents telling me, come back home. <laughs> it, I, like, I was just so thrilled that I kind of just lost focus of everything else. You know, that was yeah. my main goal. And like you said, the mental and physical energy, it it takes so for you to like work the way you are now. Like, because yeah. I started seeing myself acting a certain way. I'm like, and then I think about it, I'm like, that's not who I am. Like, yeah. I'm not, and it's I'm so, not used to this. Yeah, right? it's really easy to just, like, fall into it. You exactly. see, like, it's like you want to be that. Mm -hmm. So you just do it, even yeah, though yeah. it's not, like, who you are necessarily. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, but, like, if I just do this, like, it will start so, being easier exactly. next time. I'll just now be, like, loud and doing right. all this and doing yeah. all that. So it's hard to kind of mm -hmm. see. Like, you don't even notice when you're doing it. It's, like, right. when you look at it and, like, uh in like a far view you're like oh like why was mm -hmm. i doing that like that wasn't even me but like you just yeah, you just exactly. want to feel like you're being validated mm -hmm. and all that so like that kind of warps into like what we were talking about like how your perception changes mm -hmm. and how you want to be seen changes right. so did you have any um experiences with mm -hmm. maybe people seeing a different side of you that right. they didn't know exactly. or anything for, like that for me it's like when it comes to when it comes to opening up and telling people how I feel I feel like a different part of me shows because I'm like very I'm the kind of person that has bottled my feelings up for so long mm -hmm. that when it comes out it's like whoa relax what's <laughs> happening you know yeah. you know it got to a point where people were telling me that you're so like the way you were is so familiar that when you're now yourself it's like what happened to you you know it's just yeah. it's, did you mind like explaining that a little it's bit like more? okay so it's like um you're a certain way right mm -hmm. let's say let me give a scenario you have you like butterflies right and mm -hmm. everyone knows you like butterflies mm -hmm. and then one day you decide to start liking stars it's like wait yeah 
when did this happen you know mm -hmm. it's so unfamiliar because people are not familiar with this part of you but mm -hmm. you're the kind of person that's always liked stars but since you came to a new environment you yeah. started liking butterflies then yeah. when you decide to start liking stars it's like yeah okay. like you know that's what i'm trying to talk about so i feel like for me it's like especially when it comes to like you know being because i i've said it many times i'm very reserved i like keeping to myself i like my alone time i like mm -hmm. being alone i like just doing things on my own you know i don't really yeah. like asking anybody for help yeah I just i would just try to do it myself it's because i just don't need any help right mm -hmm. and so with that in mind i just I just sometimes I had to step out and be like, okay, I'll do this, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying those things were not, some, some of them were really fun, but like the fact that it took me out of like what I came to university for was the problem. Mm -hmm. And I think I would say with having a relationship with anybody, whether it's a guy or girl, whatever it is, I would say that first you need to know what your goal is mm -hmm. you need to know what you're what you are there for you know my dad would always tell me that you don't need friends you don't need anybody in your life you don't i don't agree with that statement because you do need people yeah. you do need, that's the only way you can thrive in this world if you know yeah. people if you have connections yeah so i would just say first set a boundary know who you are know who you are in god know who you are in with how you are to yourself be kind to yourself be easy on yourself so that comes first before you add another person to it right yeah and i would say be selfish when it comes to having relationships because you come first before other people mm -hmm. except you're trying to help them right you know yeah. others comes first but like when it comes to things that would affect you mentally physically whatever it is mm -hmm. you have to come first put yourself first yeah and i kind of been thinking about this recently it's kind of like at least for me i started to realize that i'm this sounds kind of weird you know when you like compliment yourself it's like why are you saying this right now but like <laughs> i'm just being honest it's like okay i think i've started to realize that i have a really big heart right. and sometimes it's like it's it kind of is like scary because yeah. it's like bro like why do i care this much right exactly. and it's like i don't want it to and it's easy to like let that overpower yourself so, and right. you can kind of put yourself in the back burner caring about other people mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a weird balance of like yes i love that about myself that i really do have a heart of like caring for others and wanting other people to be okay and mm -hmm. checking up on people but it shouldn't be at an expense of my own right. um well-being so that's kind of like something that i've been thinking of just recently not necessarily like it had to do with university but i think now like i'm starting to see like kind of how I like let certain relationships really affect me when mm -hmm. that was not necessary, right. but it was just because I just cared so much and I just mm -hmm. wanted to be everything to be okay. And that's another thing with me. I don't like fights. I don't like yeah, beef. Exactly. I'm not that type of person. Mm -hmm. So I always want to do everything I can to make things right. right. But sometimes there's just, you just have to let go. You don't exactly. need to have like, you don't have to have a conversation. You don't have to have closure all the time. Like right. it's okay to just know that oh, I tried my best and knowing who you are, mm -hmm. you know that you've tried your best in the situation and right. you're able to just walk away from those things mm -hmm. without carrying like, you know, guilt or baggage or anything like that. Yeah, I, so, I would also yeah. say that, you know, when we go through experiences, that's the way we start to understand like what is right and wrong. Because if I had not experienced what I experienced, yeah. I wouldn't be here talking about relationships, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be here talking about friendships because I know I've experienced it my way. Mm -hmm. And 
I would tell you, don't do this. Some people, their friendship work out perfectly fine. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing, right? And mm-hmm. I really envy those people because I'm like, I really want that, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you just you kind of ha- it starts with you. You have to know where where in your life you need to be like, where in my life do I need to fix or do I need to like focus on or prioritize or mm-hmm. you know center all your relationships under god like center it around god you know it shouldn't be your pleasures it should be is is will god bless this relationship right now yeah. Will god see this and be like yes this is what i want for my my children right mm-hmm. so that's what i would say about that okay and my last question it was kind of like just in my head as you were mm-hmm. talking um how would you go about like being friends with people that aren't christian like how do you like view that and mm-hmm. how like do you feel comfortable with like you know like trying to like share stuff like that because oh, to yeah. me that's still something that's like murky for me because mm-hmm. i do feel like there's value in making friends that aren't christian because right. it just opens up your worldview and you shouldn't feel like you're always boxed into one thing mm-hmm. but then how do you kind of navigate that and how do you stay true to yourself if you have any tips of course for me um I would say that I haven't really had any experiences with being friends to who aren't Christians. Mm-hmm. They're usually Christians, but just not there. You know, yeah. very lukewarm. You know. Yeah. Um, I would say when it comes to people like that, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, but for me, I try to stay away from people who aren't Christians. It's so bad, but well, you know, it's not I've been. Bad. I've You're been, just you know, I know who you are. Yeah, you know exactly. the things that you right. want to have but in your the way my dad brought me, I was like, oh, avoid friends that don't that do this and do that. And, you know, but, you know, in the generation we are right now, a lot of people are like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say, hmm, I would say um, I try my best to show them that I am where God is, you know, mm-hmm. God is number one in my life. Yeah. I make that very, very vibrant in my life, you know, mm-hmm. with everything I do, with things I say, you know things i listen to all of that i make them know they know that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people have this view on me when they see me they're like oh she's so holy she's i'm like i'm not holy guys <laughs> i'm just trying here like yeah. my relationship with god is not like spot on you know amazing mm-hmm. there's still problems and usually mm-hmm. the devil will go to people who are have it you know people who want you know want their relationships with god to be like rock solid the devil attacked those people and then they would go through stuff like that so i would say just try your best to know where you stand especially with unbelievers because and then pray for your friends pray for them yeah because you're not gonna do that by yourself you're gonna god is the one that's gonna change their heart or turn them turn them into whatever god is the one that is doing all of that it's not in your power you just have to intercede for them right yeah and i would say for there was actually a friend i had um i'm not gonna okay i'm the one who brought him to church right Mm. and even till today he thanks me every day for like bringing him to church and bringing him to the word of god and kind of redirecting his steps yeah i'm just like those are those kind of things make me so happy yeah because i want to be like oh it's not it's not it's not me it's god because i prayed for him mm-hmm. and i prayed that the encounter he would have in church would be so big in his life that he would just keep doing because i'm not there anymore but he still goes to church his relationship with god is growing more and more mm-hmm. so just know where you stand try your best as possible pray for them you know all of that yeah yeah i really agree with you and i'm gonna be doing that more too because i didn't really see 
the value in, well not that I didn't see the value it just never really was that big to me to pray for my friends right. but nowadays I'm starting to see that it's really important mm -hmm. especially when they are unbelievers or when exactly. you feel like yeah. there's some things that aren't necessarily like the same in the way you view the world just praying for them and just praying that you guys both continue to serve each other that the relationship doesn't become like oh one of us has to hide mm -hmm. because we don't see the same view like because to me i made a lot of i have a lot of friends that are not christian yeah. i feel like even ours uh our relate not our relationships our situations are different because yeah. you have a lot of christian friends but yeah. i feel like i'm now in the stage where i'm starting to um want to make more, make more of them fun. so yeah like it feels like sometimes my relationships are stagnant because it's right. like well what are we gonna do exactly. if you don't like but yeah. it doesn't mean that we have to end them it's just always making sure that we are on the same page and mm -hmm. realizing like yes there's this one part that isn't the same but mm -hmm. If I ever feel the point, like yeah. feel like it's to the point where I can't speak about God, then exactly. that's when, then that's there's, a, when there's a problem. Yeah. But other than that, like I think it's important to have those types of relationships yeah. too. I'm sorry, I would also like to speak in that. You know, if you're in a relationship where you just don't feel comfortable talking about God mm -hmm. and talking about what you believe in, that's not the kind of relationship you should be keeping mm -hmm. because the Bible does say iron sharpens iron, right? Mm -hmm. You guys need to sharpen each other. You guys need to grow each other. Your relationship needs to be very advantageous for both of you right mm -hmm. you can't be in a relationship where you're suffering or they're suffering like it doesn't it's not fair to either of you right and mm -hmm. that's not the kind of relationship that god would want to bless you want to be in a relationship that's healthy whether it's a romantic relationship whether it's a friendship you need to it needs to be healthy you guys need to both add to each other in any way possible you need to mm -hmm. learn something from that relationship so if it's not helping you in any way drop it that's where, like, if it's not, it's if hard. It's, not, it's hard. hard right? say it as it's, fast. it's hard to do <laughs> it's, that. It's really but... hard, but like, yeah. you'll start to see your, see them reflect on you, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are the friends you keep. That's why I keep yeah. telling my friends, you are the friends you keep. If you're hanging out with a bunch of people that smoke, you're gonna see your, you, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not. You are because mm -hmm. you're surrounding yourself with things like that. So yeah. if it's not of god if god wouldn't bless that relationship you should not be in it at all right yeah so <laughs> yeah that is a word honestly leonore you really are preaching to us today <laughs> but yeah guys um when we come back we're gonna share our memorable moments and in our friendships that have kind of shaped who we are and that have helped us to know each other better Never, and to yeah. see each other in a different light okay. so when we come back that's what we're gonna get into So let's get into my favorite segment, the memorable moments. So Leonor, what's a memorable moment of us that you remember? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, um, for me, it would be, um, I think it was three, four years ago mm -hmm. in like church where we had to do like dances for the church. <laughs> hey, I hate doing those things. <laughs> no, those were fun. It, it is fun, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, uh, no, I love those yeah. moments. I actually have videos of like where we dance in front of the camera, you know, mm -hmm. and we'd actually go out to like conventions or whatever they were hosting and we'd dance in front of them. Yeah. Oh, now I think about it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's fun, I yeah. guess, but it's just like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just cringy. Yeah, it was, it was really fun and I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. People, we got to like perform in front of 
Yeah. Um, for me, it would be when we were um, in university, and it was my birthday, oh, yeah. and you drew me a picture, picture. of oh, yeah. myself, and I was just like, wow, it just made me so emotional, because <laughs> I was just like, wow, Lenore. like, I don't know, because I feel like that was a really thoughtful thing, and I've never had someone, like, do something, like, personalized, because, right. like, usually if you get a gift, they just buy you something right. from right. the store, exactly. so, and you, like, took your time, and like, I really appreciate that. And I always think about that. And I'm like, you know, like, you really are a good person. Thank you. I don't know if you hear it enough, but you are a good person. And even, like, just in your intentionality with things. Like, you always are, like, I don't know if it's weird to say you're just nice. Like, because that's not even, like, yeah. a bad thing to say yeah. because there's people that exactly. are not nice. So yeah. it's like you never feel, like, any sort of, like, tension to be around to, you even if things are going wrong yeah. then you will still be smiling at you <laughs> and she will still be laughing with you so i just really appreciate that in your character and i know that that's also god yeah just it is knowing the love of god i remember and, one time yeah. you told me that you just seem that you have so much joy i remember yeah. that statement you made because it does and it was just seem like, like that. and sometimes when i'm just sad about like sad for absolutely no reason i'm like i i have the joy of the lord yeah there's like once you have the joy of the lord it's like it's there should be nothing that's gonna bring you down mm -hmm. no matter what the devil does it shouldn't bring you down because you have the joy of the lord yeah and i just love that but yeah. yeah thank you so much leonora for being on this episode i'm yes, really glad you. that you were here yeah. and i hope everybody learned something from you because you were really talking though yeah. like I, I should have been taking notes i'll rewatch <laughs> this episode and i'll yeah. take notes but yeah shout out anything that you want everyone to follow like your uh, art account and stuff again yeah very art very underscore art you know b-e-h-r-r-y underscore art yes. yes i would really love a follow you know i'm still trying to build my art page but you know yeah she's really good guys so yeah. if you follow her you will not be and you can also follow me on tiktok that's the same thing on tiktok too yeah yeah so thank you guys for listening make sure that you follow the instagram mm -hmm. at jess's underscore moments pod j-e-s-s-s -S -S underscore m-o-n-e-n-t-s p-o-d make sure you follow because there's gonna be a lot of um, updates going on for future episodes. I'll, I'm I'm gonna be having Q and A's or things that I want you guys to comment on. So make sure you're following that so that you're always aware about everything that's going on. And yeah, thank you guys for listening and see you next week. Bye. Bye.